You're listening to yet another episode of Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where we talk about Disney shows, or rather Disney movies, and more specifically, we're going to talk about a Disney movie based on a Disney ride today. This is Jungle Cruise, featuring The Rock and Emily Blunt. This movie is insane, and uh, we're going to get real in the weeds here, but if you haven't seen this movie and you want to, Uh, You're probably not going to hear that part because it is all after our spoiler warning, which again, we do actually give. We were good this time. We got a spoiler warning. I can't remember if this movie... Oh, this movie did have music. We didn't talk about this, but this movie contains a uh, collaboration with Metallica where they re-recorded their song, Nothing Else Matters. I'm just going to play some of that. So here's Nothing Else Matters by, by Metallica. Jungle Cruise Remix. Back to Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where, as we said in the last episode, we talk about Disney movies. We're talking about another Disney movie today. This one is straight to Disney Plus, but uh, Pierre, I believe you saw it in a theater. Uh, I did, last night. Boy, that must have been a really good experience. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. I was really, really tired and sleep deprived, so that maybe that didn't help the experience. Uh, but yeah, I, I really wanted to fall asleep, but I was also like, I feel like I'll never wake up if I like I'll, I won't wake up for another 12 hours if I fall asleep now so uh, I, I push through it I don't think I've ever actually fallen asleep in a theater at least not for a long time so uh, I think that's part of it too I, I don't like to do that and uh, what was that movie you wanted to sleep in? oh sorry Jungle Cruise the new I guess not new anymore it's what three weeks old now um, three or four yeah three or four it, Disney's spiritual successor 14 years later to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. 14 years later? Wasn't there a Pirates of the Caribbean movie like two years oh, ago? Oh, sorry, not 14. Uh, well, sorry, I meant the first one, I guess. Yeah, fair enough, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. And it's not 14. What, 2003, so it was like 18, 18 years, years ago. Yeah, which Dang. is crazy. That movie holds up really, really well in my opinion. It does. It's so good. Yeah. It got nominated for an Oscar, and like, I get why. Yeah. Wait, what Oscar? Well, definitely Johnny Depp got nominated for oh, okay. Best Actor yeah. for the first one. Yeah. And I well. think 
it may have been nominated for Best Picture that year. Yeah. I, How do you spell I Caribbean? would not be surprised. It's, it's one of the better blockbusters like ever. So, but yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like may, maybe it's just like like a movie fan thing because I feel like not many people really see it as like a successor to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. But there's a lot of similarities in this. Like they're both based on rides. They, I think they both feature very similar types of plots slash like world building slash characters in in some ways if that makes sense mm. there's lots of also progressive themes in this which i think the, the first pirates of the caribbean was actually actually pretty did pretty well with honestly like there's mm-hmm. the whole uh what women like what elizabeth what's her name Sw- elizabeth swan elizabeth is swan the character's name want, doesn't want to be the governor's daughter she wants to do other things with her life to mm-hmm. marry someone else and uh uh, I felt that was kind of similar to, I guess, the arc in this, uh, where, what's her name? <laughs> what's the? Uh, em- Emily Blunt is the name of the ki- is the name of the actress. Yes. Anyway, yeah, she's uh, she plays a character who wants to wear pants. Yes. <laughs> that was so annoying. Oh my god! Don't get me started. Her name oh. is Lily. Lily, yes, Lily. Also, well, I guess more not commonly known as pants throughout the movie for some reason. Someone thought that was a cute little joke that they could make multiple times throughout the whole movie. It was very, very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean 1, which I think hurt this movie a lot because it that's all really, I was thinking of. really did. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. What are your... Oh, I didn't give a plot summary, did I? But I not really, also no. kind of did. It's Pirates of the Caribbean 1. But it's based in the early 1900s during the Great War, or First World War. And it follows Emily Blunt, or Pants, slash Lily, uh, and her brother, who I can't remember the name of, go, are trying to find this thing in the jungle. And they pay The Rock to be their guide on this trip. Skipper. Yeah, to take Uh, them on a jungle cruise. Yes, (laughs) to, to this legendary place uh for some reason i can't remember why to prove that it's, that she is smart or something like that that's basically it i think yeah i can't I mean, remember it, exactly but like it's basically the motivation changes later i guess but for the for the start it is because she wants to i guess she's an explorer she wants to discover things so yeah yeah i don't know what what did you think of jungle cruise jeff oh it's bad it's so bad i hated <laughs> it a lot yeah i did too <laughs> i think it was really boring the plot was bafflingly stupid once we got once it got really into it i just thought that it was such a lazy it it felt so lazy yeah i feel like anything the rock is in at this point is usually going to be pretty lazy um i feel like they rely a lot on just the rock to get things done if that makes sense believe you me i like the rock a lot like i i think that to a certain degree you can rely on him but you gotta give him something to work with he's not that good in this movie but it's not because he's the rock. Like he's giving a the rock performance and it's fine. It's just that like his character is garbage. Yeah. It's just the the writing (laughs) for his character is in, is ridiculously bad. Uh, And also they're like, all right, be the rock. And he does that well, but like, I've seen the rock a lot. I know who the rock is. Who is, who's Frank Wolf, his character, I guess. Oh, is his name Frank? Oh, yeah, his name's Frank. I don't know why I called him Frank. Skipper. Was that? Well, because he's he's the skipper. 
Oh, is that like the name? That's, that's the title role. of the, the title. yeah. That's, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I didn't like The Rock in this at all. I I mean, I kind of expected that. I think The Rock in any kind of maybe Disney movie, I guess, is just not a good choice. I really hope I never see him in a Marvel movie. I think that's when I just kind of like, that's when I draw the line, if I'm going to be honest. Unless they give him like a cool side character role. The thing is, like, The Rock can act. But he's in a he's in a position where he never has to if he doesn't want to, and like in general, he and audiences are just fine with that, which I guess is cool. But like it does lead to exactly what you described. When I see The Rock in something, I expect at best to like it, but I don't expect it necessarily to be good. Yeah, I think I don't know. I I, I think he's just established a brand for himself. Mm-hmm. Even if he wanted to do something unique, I think Disney hired him for a specific role, which was to be himself. So, like, yeah. I don't even think he has much liberty in doing what he wants to do. Um, so, yeah, and I just I think the big problem with this also is that I can't help but compare his performance to Johnny Depp's as Jack Sparrow because I feel like their roles in the movie are very similar. If that makes sense, like they're both mm-hmm. cle- they're supposed to be clever untrustworthy but noble at the same time i guess chaotic and like they help the plot progress without being like i don't know like the main character if that makes sense at a very basic level they're the ones with the boat that too yeah (laughs) they are the ones with the boat and and like experience i guess yeah if if we're comparing those two characters the thing i have to bring up is that like i'm sure that johnny depp was hired to play jack sparrow because they thought he could do it but like Johnny Depp wasn't known for being the same type of eccentric as The Rock was at the time. Mm. Like, he'd been in Edward Scissorhands and stuff. Like, he plays weird characters. I would not say that that Jack Sparrow was casting Johnny Depp against type, but it wasn't necessarily typecasting him either. Where I feel like uh, Frank in this, for Jungle Cruise, they just cast The Rock and they cast him as The Rock. Like he's being compared at a level at, at some level to Johnny Depp, but his character is the rock, which like does not actually help the movie. Well, it helps make the movie at all enjoyable because everyone else is written just very poorly. So at least the rock is like kind of entertaining, but like that's that's the best I can say about it. Like it does not help the movie actually. Yeah, I agree. It's uh unfortunate, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, it's kind of what I expected to. To be fair, I was I was hoping for more, but I, I think I kind of got what I deserved, I deserved going into it. I expected this movie to be bad. I did not expect it to be as bad as it was. Mm-hmm. I can agree. Yeah, Emily Blunt was fine. Yeah, I think she she actually has a lot more leading charisma. If that makes sense, I'm happy they made her the lead. I think her character was poorly done, if that makes sense. Like, she didn't really feel specifically competent at anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she could kind of fight. She could, she was kind of clever. She was kind of adventurous. She's like a master of none type thing where I, I, I can't think of any, like, really solid parts of her character. At the risk of saying something controversial here... I think that her character was basically just girl boss. Like mm-hmm. she was, she could do whatever the plot needed her to do. Not to the degree of being a Mary Sue, but like to the degree of not really having much of a character. Yeah. In my opinion. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, like, she wasn't, like, because I guess a Mary Sue and and what you're saying would be, like, she could do everything, right? She couldn't do anything. She could do, ev- she could do everything and was also the best in any situation. But, yeah. like, the other characters did, she did need the other characters. She wasn't, mm-hmm. like, she couldn't solve the movie on her own. But, like, she also just kind of could do what the plot needed her to do because she's a strong, independent woman. When she had to, yeah. But, yeah, but then, like, when she... I don't I don't want to say it. She, I guess she's just very... It's going to sound like she was commanding, I guess. Again, not really, like... I guess that's not a bad thing because I guess she was more of a leader. But <laughs> also, like, yeah, I can't think of any parts where her character... Even though this was her movie and Emily Blunt is a, is a great leading actress, didn't really have much to really truly do if that makes sense it was mostly she relied on the rock to do stuff for her because he was the experienced one right he's the guy that brings her on jungle cruise yeah her her arc is kind of it's really sad actually because she's she's introduced as this really ambitious person and then by the end of the movie she's kind of brought down to i like i fell in love with the rock and i am happy now like the them discovering, them achieving the, the plot or the goal of the plot, right? Yeah. Is really kind of pushed to the side in favor of The Rock and her are in love with each other now and now like nothing else really matters, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because again, that's not really the point. I didn't, I never saw that as the point of her character. And that also read to some really cringy lines about love and romance that uh, I I needn't uh, explain further, but there was some pretty bad stuff in there. I luckily don't. I, I saw this long enough ago that I luckily don't remember any you of the forgot. lines. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I remember also thinking that. Yeah. There was some weird, like, there was... Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Wait, is that... Wait. No, Jesse Plemons was the bad guy. Yeah, he was the bad guy. Sorry. I got confused because you said Jesse, and then I thought Breaking Bad, and I was like, no, wait, that's... No, but Jesse Plemons was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, he was. As Todd, not Jesse. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I love the character. I love this actor so much. I think he's amazing in everything he does for the most part. His character was reduced to nothing in this movie. You could tell yeah. he, he, I think he had a lot more to do, but we'll talk about it later that the movie was edited really weirdly and it looked like they cut down all of his scenes into like basically three or four exposition-based scenes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think? The only other character that we haven't talked about that like maybe we should is Jack Whitehall, who plays Emily Blunt's character's brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who is gay, but like not that gay. Not gay. And I say that I say that in I, I say that in air quotes because like he's very clearly gay. He is a gay character. And like that's part of his character. And he's playing a character who is gay. I don't know how many more times I need to say that. However, it's never stated for whatever reason, Disney has this weird thing about never explicitly stating any of its characters are gay. I guess it's a international markets thing but like yeah it it never they never say it because they're cowards i guess yeah also his character's not good so it's not like it matters <laughs> i would describe him as a girl boss but not quite as good as emily blunt he can mm. do whatever the script requires him to do that emily blunt cannot do at that time mm-hmm. like swim maybe <laughs> Wait, no, he never actually swims. The, the thing is that Emily Blunt can already do everything. So there's very few points where that particular, where like he has a skill that he needs to display in the movie. 
because Emily Blunt can usually do it. But if at mm-hmm. any point she can't, there he is. He's the backup yeah. girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of weird that we we get a gay character, I guess implied gay character. He did act like really gay, like at, at a he lot of moments. A yeah, it was it was very stereotypical. I, other than maybe a part where he punches someone, um, and then accidentally kills, <laughs> and then accidentally kills them. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know. I just hate this. Like, if you're like, I don't know. Like, it's like they finally get character that's implied to be gay, and they just make him a stereotype. And like, it's just like why this isn't progress. Still, it's like it's reverting back to the way we were before. You know, where you'll have like the gay best friend or something that you can confide in or something like that. It's hard for me to speak from this at a, from a, from a relevant position, because as a straight white man, I have never had that many issues with representation with myself being represented in movies. Yeah. But like, I would say that if you're going to try for representation, just do it. Like uh, we talked about Shang-Chi last week and Shang-Chi goes out of its way to actually try and represent uh, the Asian di- diaspora, which I think it does pretty well. Or if nothing else, it like gives it a really good go, and you can tell they tr- and you can tell that they were really passionate about portraying that. Yeah. In this movie, uh, we have a character who is implied to be gay and never outwardly stated, even though it's very clear that his character is gay. But in terms of representation, all that they did was make him a stereotype. They basically didn't try for representation. They're like, oh, let's put in a token gay character. How about? But he's not really gay, just so that like international markets can edit that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, if, if it's not going to be... Because it wasn't important to the plot either, right? It's just no. like they used it as like a way for him, a reason for him to be loyal to Emily Blunt, even though they're siblings. Like I feel like that'd be implied anyways. So they just kind of bring it up. I think to pat themselves on the back, but then it has no relevance later. So like, if you're, cause he could just be like another, like he doesn't have to be like, now I feel like his character, cause his character had no real use in the movie. He's kind of dragged down to this comedy relief sort of, but not really cause he wasn't funny slash yeah. character for representation, I guess, which like, also, it was just kind of embarrassing. So yeah. What I would say is there's no reason for his character to be gay. And like, there doesn't have to be. Characters can just be gay in fiction and it doesn't have to be plot relevant. Mm-hmm. But I would say that in this case, like the way that they portray him as a gay man is actively detrimental to his character because the way they do it is by uh, adding in some stereotypical stuff every now and then. So it's like, he's not a character who just happens to be gay. He's a flamboyant stereotype who they put in the movie to call it representation, and it ends up being like really dumb tokenism. See, not great. I thought the performance was all right, though. Like, I thought he was an he's, actor was good. Yeah, he's <laughs> fine. I got nothing against Jack Whitehall. He's okay. Uh, I, I just thought he had like a surprising amount of charisma, I guess, and he felt more natural, actually, than like the other two actors. <coughs> um, so that's something I wanted to talk about here, because uh, before I saw this movie, I saw lots of previews for this movie in theaters where it is very clear to me that The Rock and Emily Blunt have really good on-screen chemistry together. You did? (laughs) Not not in this movie at all. They have horrible chemistry in this movie. And it's shocking to me 
because the two, they have great chemistry as people. I don't know what happened in this movie that they're so bad together. Yeah, it was really like the whole love art comes out of nowhere. It was, it was kind of funny, honestly, especially, again, they both really changed in the span of like 12 hours, you know, no, they're together for like three days, right? But now they're already like, we like you you need to like join me and live my life with like with me and stuff like that and then, well like... here's the thing is they did a magical underwater kiss and as we all know <laughs> the magical underwater if you do a magical underwater kiss with someone you're now bound to them forever yes of course yeah that was it was a really it was probably one of the worst romantic like plots i've seen for a while you know like it, it was bad and it didn't need to be there like it didn't add anything yeah i don't know it was it was it was really bad and I can't, again, I can't imagine, the, I don't see The Rock as someone that falls in love with people. I'm sorry. It's just, it's the way it is. He, he's like, I don't know, because he, he's like such a character, if that makes sense, like The Rock himself. It's yeah. like Jack Sparrow, for example. I can't imagine him being in a relationship with someone, if that makes sense. And kind of for different reasons, but yeah. Well, yeah, if we're using the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, comparison here again, Jack Sparrow is someone that, if you tell me that a long time ago he was in a relationship and it didn't work out and that happens to be plot relevant now, I I believe it. But like Jack Sparrow falling in love with one of the other characters who's actively there, like his there's nothing in his character arc would ever support that. Yeah. And it, it just kind of ruins it. I don't know. Cause he's so iconic. If that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it without, but anyways, do you want to get into like the actual meat of the movie, which I guess is like oh, everything God. else? Oh, Paul Giamatti was in this, by the way. Can we quickly? He was all right. Yeah, I, yeah, I just want to say that. Fine. Paul Giamatti know. is always pretty okay. Yeah, like he's he's a great actor. He just winds up in so many things where they just kind of don't use him, except for the fact that he's Paul Giamatti. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. I would, if you told me right now that Paul Giamatti has already been in a Marvel film as a named character, I would believe you. I don't think that's happened, but I would 100% believe it because he just happens to be in so many movies. Well, he was in Amazing Spider-Man, but I guess it's well, there not we go. MCU, so. He was a named character in Amazing Spider-Man. Look at that. I didn't even remember what? that, but he was totally there. <laughs> oh, you did? You actually didn't? Okay. That's cool. I mean, I meant MCU. Yeah, but yeah, I actually had forgotten he was in Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man too. Yeah, it was. Even though it was, I, I thought it was a pretty good performance. Honestly, I just he had nothing to do in that movie. It was just kind of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was just there to tease the sequel that never happened. I guess. Yeah, basically. So yeah, uh, want to get into there's like there's I I'd say the the movie is actually like it's one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time because of how like just the technical issues themselves were like really really bad um i feel like not many like i couldn't talk about with my friends because i feel like they didn't notice it but this movie i'm telling you now it was stitched together at the last minute and the Mm -hmm. post-production on this thing must have been insane like really really bad you can tell it's all over the movie if we go back to jack whitehall what i had heard is that his character was originally like much more gay i don't know what that means I don't know if that means he was a better written character who had who like was out was was out gay or like if he was more of a stereotype. I'm not sure. But whatever yeah. it was, I had heard that test audiences didn't like it, so most of his scenes were cut. Yeah. And like <laughs> whether that's true if if that's true, I can see it. If that's not true, 
it kind of seems like that with every other character anyway. Like, as you said, Jesse Plemons has very little to do in this movie. And it feels like he, the reason for that is that everything he had to do was cut out. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say quickly, I like how this is the toned, toned down version of Jack Whitehall's character. Like, It's so weird. Like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, like there's little, there's a lot, of, it's all over the movie. There's very few scenes where the, the camera focuses on a character for more than five seconds. Because I, again, I think they stitched the dialogue together and added a lot of voiceover uh, in post-production. Well, first of all, the sound design was terrible. Like, they never felt like they were in a jungle. It felt like they were on a soundstage. Oh, yeah. Um, the voices were way too prominent. You couldn't really hear anything in the back. I think all the visual effects were really, really poorly done. Again, I never felt like they were actually in the jungle. It felt felt very, like, sanitary and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What else was there? All the, like, a lot of the action pieces, were, like, were really cheaply done. Like, there's a lot of really hard close-ups because I think, they probably inserted stunt doubles when they couldn't get the actors back. I don't know. You can just tell. There's like very few shots where you can see everything. Lots of close-ups, switching angles a lot of the time, a lot of like bullshit to hide the fact that they didn't really have a movie. It's re- It distracted me the whole time. I couldn't focus. Mm. So yeah, it was bad. So in our last episode, we, we gave this movie a rating before... We gave the movie a rating before we went into spoilers. I actually didn't like that, so uh, I, I don't want. I want to save the rating for the end. But just like real quick, would you recommend this movie? No, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> okay. I also would not. I thought this movie was one of the worst movies I've seen this year. Uh, not the worst movie I've seen this year. That is Karen. So there's there's my secret my 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 secret recommendation today. Do not watch the movie Karen. It's very bad. All right, let's get into spoilers on Jungle Cruise. Three, two, one. There's a man in this with snakes for blood. There is, yeah. That was actually one of the coolest things in the movie, honestly. Oh my god, I loved that so much. It's yeah. the only thing in this movie that I have, like, that I passionately loved. It yeah, no, that like, I, I wouldn't shut up. Sick. I wouldn't shut up about it for, like, three days. Because there's a man in this, and you guys have to understand, he has veins, like, mo- like normal people have veins, but they're big enough to accommodate snakes, and no blood runs through them, only snakes. He is a man who has snakes instead of blood. It is the coolest effect in this movie, and he's the best character, even though I think all of his lines are like two words in Spanish. Terrible. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, I like when, when that first scene where they cut him and then that snake pops out and eats that guy's face, that was really cool. I like that. That was awesome. Yeah. That's probably the only positive thing I can say about the movie. Oh, I don't know. yeah, definitely. I yeah. thought the rest of the movie was bad. And specifically, this movie, we had earlier described it as a spiritual successor to Pirates of the Caribbean. And like, holy shit, it should not have tried to be that movie as hard as it did. The plot of this movie, to get into spoilers, is that a long time ago, some conquistadors found gold and it was cursed gold. So they became undead conquistadors which is just the plot of Pirates of the Caribbean, except with a smaller crew. It is shocking that they decided to do that. I was was flabbergasted when that happened because it's so obvious of a plot point that it wraps around to being not obvious at all because why on earth would you literally repeat The Curse of the Black Pearl but with a jungle setting instead? Yeah, well, down to the plot twist that The Rock is also, in fact, cursed. And... His name isn't actually Frank. 
it's Francisco Lopez de Heredia. And like, he, I, I can't pronounce his name in Spanish properly. That's intentional because he can't pronounce the Spanish properly either. Yeah. Oh my he didn't God. even try. I'm not even mad, but he didn't try. So it's, it was really bad. <laughs> it was kind of unnecessary. It didn't really add anything in my opinion. It's kind of hilarious how bad of a choice that was. Yeah. And the fact that he built that town too. Like, I love how he's, I'm guessing, really extremely in debt, despite the fact that he's 400 years old and literally built the town that everyone is living in. You know, like, that was weird too. It's like it's like they wrote the movie to the end of the second act when he dies, or like, quote unquote, like, dies. And they were like, oh my God, we need, we need something cool for the third act. We should probably bring him back and give a reason for him to be back, if that makes sense. Because like, because it's not set up at all that he is cursed. And then at the start of the third act, it's basically a huge exposition dump for why The Rock is a zombie. They have to explain it all, right? And why he's involved in it. And it, it really hurt the momentum and everything. Which actually does lead me to the only other thing I liked about this movie I like that, so this movie is called Jungle Cruise because the ride that it's based on is called Jungle Cruise. Now, I didn't expect the fact that it was a Jungle Cruise to really factor in too much because like they're on a boat on the river and like, sure, they're on a Jungle Cruise, but like it wouldn't just be a Jungle Cruise, right? Like the intention isn't that he's built a ride or something over the yeah. course of 400 years, but no, he has the reason this movie is called Jungle Cruise in universe is that he has literally built a theme park attraction over the last 400 <laughs> years, which is the Jungle Cruise. And like, it's not called the Jungle Cruise in universe, but in universe, as in real life, the Jungle Cruise is a theme park attraction. And that's such a, again, the balls of this movie to like make a choice that stupid and run with it it's is honestly hilarious i love it a lot it was kind of cool how they fully committed to the yeah. complete like showing of that they weren't subtle at all you know no um, <laughs> so that and was like, kind of funny and like earlier on you know he sets up a bunch of stops along the way like it it come they they get stopped by some natives and it turns out the natives are just hired actors and because he hired them to set to like stop them from getting to their destination and like you know that's a big moment in the moment because it's like he's betrayed emily blunt's character yeah. but then later on it turns out that actually he's set up the entire river that way because he has created a theme park attraction yeah. <laughs> which like again they fully committed and i respect yeah. that it's impressive. That's the nicest I'm ever gonna be to this movie. <laughs> what else was what else was there that was like kind of whack? I, I thought the villains were very like oddly placed. Again, yeah, Jesse Plemons. You could tell there was something there, but his character was basically edited down to nothing. I remember there were some scenes where like you literally don't even see his mouth move because all the dialogue is is I think was redone and spoken like over it. So they used like a lot of wide shots in like reverse angles to not show his mouth moving but yeah that was kind of unfortunate and like he doesn't really actually do much in the end this guy has a a freaking submarine he's the prince he's a prince of germany i believe right so and he he's... is actually based on a real german prince uh who nice. was the child of wilhelm ii who was the german emperor during the first world war yeah 
Uh, this guy has a freaking submarine and unlimited resources, and for some reason, he can't catch up to this really bad. Like he, it's one, it's one river, right? I'm pretty sure he like. I don't know, it's man. It's a little wooden boat that's not built for speed. It's built for aesthetics. Yeah. So like, <laughs> how can he not catch up? Yeah, it was really weird to me because he, he, he was right beside them at the start. And then for some reason, he doesn't follow them later. Oh, also, real quick, the Wikipedia entry says that he, he can talk to bees and snakes. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the whole curse thing, like, I, I don't understand. Like, so he, the rock trapped his ex-friends in a hole and because they had to return to the river but they couldn't they became the jungle like that whole thing was so and then what for some reason one's made out of beehives like one's made out of honey or something like that the curse made them into like evil x-men basically basically since this movie tries really hard to be pirates of the caribbean i think it's entirely fair to compare it to Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's not a flattering comparison because it does it very poorly. Because this movie features a curse that is very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean. But what Pirates of the Caribbean does well with its curse is it just makes it so they can't die, but like they end up being zombies. Mm-hmm. And zombies are like non-specific. Everyone can be a zombie. Everyone can be a skeleton. And so like they're all a skeleton. They're they're literally a skeleton crew in this movie. All of the the curse gives all of them weird superpowers, yeah. which does not scale because like it, it means that the the group of conquistadors has to be very small because yeah. there's only so many superpowers they can give to them because all of the superpowers are different. One person has snakes for blood. <laughs> One person has bees for blood. One person I can't remember probably has elephants for blood. And, I no, can't he's like he's made out of trees or something. Oh, one person has trees for blood. So like they <laughs> so like they they all get these different powers basically. But imagine if it had been a whole a whole ship full of conquistadors. What would what would it be? Would they all have individual powers? It's a bad curse is what it is. Like yeah. the curse doesn't make the curse is not scalable, which is really important to these movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Unless you're cursing if you curse one person specifically, then the curse can be whatever. If you mm-hmm. curse multiple people, it probably should be something that can curse an arbitrary number of people and make sense. Yeah, yeah. It was a very poorly defined curse. They should have just not explained it. It would like yeah. I would have been fine if they just said like these guys are cursed and they are made from the forest now, and I would have been like, okay, that's like good enough. Yeah, because like I would have believed that they're spirits of the forest. Yeah, but the fact that they tried to make sense of it was boring and then also it didn't even add anything because it made no fucking sense so like it didn't matter so that was uh unfortunate i one more thing i want to talk i don't i don't know much what else i can i don't know how much more i can trash this movie but i'm i'm very close to yeah uh one more thing is just the vfx i i just like i don't know maybe i maybe i'm just getting like hating technology and i'm getting old or something like that but i hate i hate how we have a movie based in the jungle and all of it. I don't think any of this was shot not on a soundstage, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I think it, it, it aged while I was watching the movie, like poorly, you know? Um, I love Pirates of the Caribbean because I think they actually made those ships, right? 
Like some of the ships were actually made. I don't know, but like probably. They looked real. Uh, I thought all the sets were amazing too. Like uh, like Tortuga. It looked all real to me, right? But then like the actual like Jungle Cruise was, um, you could tell none of it was real. I don't think there was any actual sets. It was all fake and it was just depressing. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. I think that's about all I can say for, for Jungle Cruise. Holy crap. Do you have anything else to say about this movie? Because I, I don't definitely don't. <laughs> what would you give this movie out of 10? Why don't you rate this movie, Pierre? I'd give it like a two. Maybe probably. Yeah, two. I think there was some there was some actually funny moments. I think I laughed a couple times. Most A lot of it was because it was bad. Some some really cringy lines from Emily Blunt and The Rock about love and stuff like that. And just like, there, there was that. Did you notice? There was, they made like that huge dick joke thing when when the rock got stabbed and they were talking about pulling it out or something like that it was like a huge innuendo scene i couldn't believe what i was watching because at that point i was so far gone that i was just like they actually shoving in like a 30 second dick joke into <laughs> into the jungle cruise that was weird i think i missed yeah that. i'll give this i have so i laughed more than i did in like shang chi which is surprising so i'll give this a two for the laughs and the snake thing i guess but it was a very bad movie and I can't believe Disney released a movie this incompetently made. Like, not, like, because Disney can make movies, like, I mean, they made bad movies, right? That's usually plot-wise. This, like, everything yeah. was bad. Like, technically, like, acting-wise, plot-wise, everything. I don't know. That's it. This movie, I am very impressed by how much this movie committed to its bonkers and, like, batshit silly plot yeah which you know in other movies i might say that as a huge compliment and in this i also say it as a compliment because i am impressed by how much they committed to it the problem is the ideas they had in this movie were all extremely bad yeah it's just very cool that they decided to go with them anyway so i will give this one a full star out of 10 one singular star <laughs> because i appreciate the commitment <laughs> To just the horse shit. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, Don't watch it. Also, maybe. this movie featured a man with snakes for blood. And yeah. And I cannot stress enough how much that's like my favorite visual effect of a long time. It was cool. If, if you want to watch this movie, though, I suggest don't watch it. Just watch Pirates of the Caribbean. It's this, but honestly, 10, yeah. 20 times better. And it's one of the, it's one of the best blockbusters period if, if that makes sense one of the best movies of our like of modern times oh yeah yeah so watch that so pierre we have not decided on a movie for next week but is it okay if i decide on one for us right now go for it all right we're gonna watch annette next week and we're gonna talk about it on this show sounds good what's all the right. last word no you gotta say it this time oh. i got nothing <laughs> uh 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 Pull out. <laughs>
after you say that, I'm not going to just hard cut. I'm going to, like, fade out. Yeah, please. I feel like a little context is needed for this. 